On the 23rd of June, we will be celebrating 1,000 episodes of Life Devotions. To commemorate this landmark moment, we will be doing a giveaway on Instagram. We will be giving away both of Pastor Robert's books and some other devotion-themed merch. So head over to Instagram to find out how to enter and be in with a chance of winning these awesome items. You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. How often shall I forgive? That's what Peter asked Jesus. How often? How often? And I understand that can be quite complicated when people can do things that are hard and cruel and abusive and evil. You see, there's a difference, my dear friends, between forgiveness and healing. There's a difference between forgiveness and us having proper proper boundaries. And that is quite a large subject, and that's not where I can completely go at this moment, but that would be a a thought for a future devotion. But today I want to talk to you about having a forgiving heart, the heart of your loving Savior, Jesus, who took all of our sins in his own body on the tree, that having died to sins, we might live for righteousness by whom stripes were healed. You see, all of us have the opportunity to fulfill the law of Christ, as I mentioned yesterday from Galatians 6, to bear one another's burdens and take them to Jesus. And sometimes we cannot change people, uh, you know, choices and behaviors, but we can take those burdens to the Lord and not hold them against them. David would say, Lord, don't let me be a stumbling block for other peoples to fail to trust you. Don't let my mistakes become their mistake. Help me, Lord, help me, Lord, to be a good example. And I think all of those things are so important. My mother, if I was upset about something, then she would say, let it go. My father would look at me with his green eyes and he would say, son, let it go and it will let you go. And he didn't just say that. You see, the English Bible says, forgiving you shall be forgiven. The Dutch Bible says, let go and it will let you go. My father didn't just say, let it go and it will let you go, son. He didn't just say it, he imparted it to me because that's what he lived in. He lived in that spirit that he didn't hold anything against any man because he believed Jesus paid it all. So he always committed it to the Lord to judge us righteously. In Matthew 18, the Lord Jesus shows you the incredible resource that is here for you and me to be able to do what I'm talking to you about. Because our own ability to let go and to forgive again and again and to forgive freely, to clear the record, to remove the charge, to remove the offense out of our heart, out of our soul, out of our being, our ability to do that is limited. 
But God gives you a resource that is so incredibly large. It's, it's unfathomable to us. Unfathomable that Jesus, on those six hours on the cross, bore the wrath of God, the Holy God, against the sin of man and satisfied it within six hours. He satisfied it completely that he bore the full weight of the punishment that was due us. Folks, you and I could not bear the wrath of God like Jesus did for six million or billion years and satisfy it because we couldn't bear it. We'd complain, we'd cry, we'd scream, we'd yell, we'd say, I, I didn't do it. And we'd feel so guilty, so condemned, but Jesus bore it and satisfied it in the spirit of meekness and loneliness by which he surrendered himself to the Father and offered up his blood as the ransom that the price was paid in full. Oh, it is miraculous to think about the resource available to you and me. The resource, friends, is more than you can imagine. And if you do not draw on that resource, then yes, you get to the point you're done, you're fed up, you will never let go, you will never let go, you will hold it against them, and you betray in your whole nature everything that will also cause you to become the victim of their of their ways. And God doesn't want you to be the victim. He wants you to release it and forgive it and let Him deal with it. So you see, forgiving freely doesn't mean you just give yourself over to be abused. No, my friends, not at all. Forgiving freely means you stepping out of the way and let God deal with it. And yes, you may have to ste keep stepping out of the way, but you will see God will deal with it. He will deal with it. He says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. Leave it to me. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him to drink. And in so doing, you're heaping hot coals upon him. The hot coals talks about the, the coals that the priest put upon his censer and that the fragrance that would come forth out of that censer was an appeasing fragrance. God would have us to become the true sons of God by becoming peacemakers, by never ceasing to forgive. So let me look with you here in Matthew 18, where the, Lord, where the Lord is asked, but Peter, Peter came to him in verse 21 and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him up to seven times? <clears throat> and Jesus said to Peter, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 70 times seven. And then he explains what he means by 70 times seven. The kingdom, he says, of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And when he had begun to settle accounts, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. Now, 10,000 talents in the days of Jesus was an astronomical amount. If somebody would want to pay that debt of 10,000 talents, it would take them non-stop working every day of the year over 365,000 years. Why? Because in one talent is about 10,000 denarius. 
and a denarii was a day's wage. So if you do 10,000 times a thousand, then you will be able to figure out how many days it would take to repay it. So what Jesus is showing to Peter, the man owed him a debt he could never, ever repay. You see, you and I owed God a debt we could never in all of eternity repay. Never would we be able to free ourselves from our sins and find perfect righteousness with God in our own strength. It's not possible. And it says here, um, but as he was not able to pay, verse 25, his master commanded that he be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and that payment be made. You see how, how if you don't allow God to free you from your guilt, it can affect your marriage and your children. It's really true. But the servant, therefore, fell down before him, saying, Master, Master, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. In other words, Lord, I want to repay my debt. I want to take account. I want to become responsible for my own choices. And the master of that servant was moved with compassion, Jesus says, and released him and forgave him the debt, released him. You see, forgiveness is releasing people releasing them. Let that word come into your heart. No, pastor, I'm not going to hold it against them. I'm releasing them. Oh, I love it. Let the wicked man forsake his way, the Bible says in Isaiah 55, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, and the Lord will be merciful to him and abundantly pardon him. I read it there in verse 6 and 7 of Isaiah 55. You see, it is that Spirit of God to release us from the debt we owe and to empower us with a new life. Oh, my friends, what a miracle. He released him, forgave him the debt. But, Jesus said, that servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denaries. That's a hundred days' wage. And he laid his hand on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me what you owe. So his fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, Oh, have patience with me, and I will pay you all. But he would not. He would not release him, but went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when his fellow servants saw what he had done, they were very grieved and came and told the master all that he had done. And his master, after he had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you begged me. Should you not also have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the tortures until he should pay all that was due him. So my heavenly Father also will do to each of you if you each from your heart do not forgive his brother's trespasses. Wow. Do you see what the Lord is saying? That if you will not forgive with the forgiveness you have with God, then your own debt will stand against you. But if you begin to forgive with the forgiveness you have with God, your own debts will never be able to come against you. 
You know, I know that the devil is cruel and he always tries to bring us into a place where we live in some kind of guilt of the past. But the Lord says, no, your past will never be able to be held against you as long as you keep living in my loving, forgiving grace towards others. If you want to escape your past failures, then keep loving and forgiving. And you will see, it will never be able to catch up with you. God will not let it. He is your shield. He is your shield. And all of us has failed in one way or another in our lives. And we all need that forgiveness of God. But God does insist that if you want to live in my forgiveness, then I expect you to give it. If you won't live in my forgiveness, you won't be able to give it and your past catches up with you. Come on, don't let your past become your ruin when it's been paid for by not extending the same love with which you are loved. So let me close with you here from Luke chapter 6 and give you an idea of what the Lord means really, starting at verse 27. I say to you, says the Lord Jesus, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do likewise. But if you love those who love you, well, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do the same. But if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, well, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies. Do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High, for He is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful just as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you used, it will be measured back to you. My dear friends, let the Holy Spirit so grant you to live out of that rich resource of your Father's mercy. His mercies are new every morning. Great is His faithfulness. He says in Lamentations 3, you are not consumed. You're not destroyed because His mercies fail not. Live out of that resource of His loving kindness, of His steadfast love and mercy towards others. And if you feel tried to the uttermost, all lift your hands and begin to worship because the resource of mercy, the resource of forgiving love is bigger than you can imagine. It's more powerful. It conquered all sin. It conquered all judgment. It conquered all wrath. It conquered all offense. It conquered all. There is absolutely nothing that God cannot empower you to forgive. And oh, how glorious when you can release and forgive and become a well of His loving mercy towards others and see the miracles of that love. Amen. Have a good day.